it's time to get your head out of your ass and start creating a life of no regrets. Whether you want to lose weight, get rich, or manifest a hot threesome on the beach, you're going to want to turn this up. This is Goals, Grit, and Some Woo-Woo Shit with your host, best-selling author and professional butt kicker, Una Duncan. Every year, I do a goal-setting workshop. I love it. It is probably the most popular event that I do, and it's why I wanted to anchor this podcast around goals. I have clients from like 10 years ago that will come out of the woodwork every year to repeat this process with me because it really helps you break patterns that are holding you back. It, this process will help you get totally clear on what you want for the year ahead, and you leave knowing exactly what you need to do next to get the momentum on your goals. So this year, I thought I would try something a little bit different. I've got a brand new version of the workshop, and it's available on demand now at fitfeelsgood.com slash goals. So you can go and you can watch the new presentation anytime that's convenient for you. But as I was scripting the new workshop, I realized that there's a little bit more I want to say about goals. And specifically, I wanted to talk about what most people are getting wrong when they create their goals. And the first thing that comes to mind is that people are setting goals that they actually secretly in their deepest soul don't give a fuck about. People set goals year after year because they think that they should. But my friend, if you are not doing the actions, you probably don't care that much about that goal. For example, the other day a client posted, she said, (laughs) she said, I need a kick in the ass. I'm not exercising, I'm not eating healthy, my jeans are getting uncomfortable, and it's not enough to motivate me. And honestly, I'm like, you don't need a kick in the ass. You need new jeans. And I mean that really seriously. It sounds to me like this just isn't that important to her right now. She doesn't really care that much about this other than the minor inconvenience that her clothes are uncomfortable. So I want to give her full permission to buy new jeans, and then just get on with her life. I mean, so many people are carrying around this lose 10 pounds goal for so long, they don't even question it because they've just always thought that, oh, you know, I should probably lose 10 pounds. I'll probably be happier if I lose 10 pounds. But the only thing that's making them unhappy is this cognitive dissonance of saying that they have this goal and then watching themselves not do fucking shit about it. That's what's making you unhappy. It's not your belly. So that's why in the first chapter of my book, I I tell you, just get really honest about whether you really want to lose weight. Whether, is this really a project you want to take on right now? Because right now, your current body is a result of your genetics and your habits. That's it. And there's nothing you can do about your genetics, but there is something you can do about your habits. And listen up, my friend. Doing something about your habits is going to require some fucks, some effort, and not just like checking a box effort. I'm talking about like real effort. We have to, oh, you have to stop. You got to think about it. You got to reorganize your life a little bit. You got to get vulnerable and you got to ask for help because you don't know how to do it yet. Otherwise, you would have done it already. And you're going to have to push past your comfort zone because apparently the comfortable options aren't working. I mean, the awesome thing about habits is that once you get them going, they work on autopilot. But to get to that automaticity, you got to do the reps. You got to repeat that new habit loop over 
and over and over. And when you first start, it's going to feel so weird and it's going to be uncomfortable because it's new. Like everything was weird and uncomfortable when you first started, like breastfeeding, like um, your job when you first started doing your job, figuring out how to do wingtip eyeliner, like your first smartphone. Right now, you're probably pretty awesome at all those things. And that's where you can get with your healthy habits. But to get there, you need to clear some time in your calendar. You need to maybe invest some money for equipment or professional guidance. But most of all, you need to clear some space in your brain to learn new skills. And if you aren't able to do that right now, maybe this isn't a priority for you right now. I always tell people you can reveal your priorities to yourself by looking where you are spending your resources. Look at your bank statement to see where you're spending your money. Look at your calendar to see where you're spending your time. Look at your Google search history to see where your brain is at. And if you look at all that and none of it is screaming, this person is on a health and wellness journey. <laughs> if your bank statement is like dinner's out, if your calendar is like a hundred percent work meetings until you collapse at night, if your Google search is all dear God, one of the cheapest flights to the Bahamas, I'd be like, Hey dude, I don't think changing your fitness habits is priority number one right now. And sure, it would be fun to go to the Bahamas and feel super hot and proud in your bathing suit. But you can do that without losing 10 pounds. You can just decide that you feel really hot and proud in your bathing suit. And I'm not saying that's easy. You might have to practice a little bit. But that, my friend, is a skill worth learning. At least as important as the wing to buy letter. So I'm not trying to convince you to drop the goal of losing weight if that's a thing for you. On the contrary, over the past 20 years, I've had front row tickets to now thousands of lives that have been changed when they got in killer shape like they'd always wanted to. But here's the thing. Those people that got in killer shape and changed their life in that way, they really wanted to. And I want you to do what you really want to do. Please, lovely listener, do not waste another single solitary fuck, another minute of your precious life force beating yourself up for working on a goal that you don't actually don't care that much about. When you think about your goals, you should feel so lit up. You should feel like nervous and excited. And yeah, you should feel a little nervous. Like when I walk people through my version of SMART goals, the R stands for risky. Your goals should like scare you a little bit. And so actually, you know what, I'm going to review SMART goals because this is something else that everyone thinks they know, like, yeah, 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 specific, measurable, blah, 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 blah. And then last week, I'm at my retreat in Tulum, and it's day four of workshopping our goals. And I asked someone what her goal is, and she was like, you know, I think I'd like to get in better shape. <laughs> and then I had to pick her up and throw her into the ocean. No, I'm just kidding. I, I got to lovingly remind her that an effective goal has to be specific. Getting in shape next year is like a vague aspiration. If you're saying that to yourself and telling yourself that it's a goal, that is wishy-washy bullshit and it just won't happen. And I want your hopes and dreams to happen, so let's get specific. Instead of saying, get in shape, say something like, I want to easily slide into a pair of size eight jeans from the gap, right? 
or I want to race my family up the hill next to our house. And I want to be the first one to the top and then I want to turn and point and laugh at them. I don't know. Like make it something specific that you can picture something that is so clear that anyone could watch a video of that moment and be like, yeah, she achieved her goal. And if it's get in shape, like when would you know if that actually happened? Are you in shape the one time you do a workout? Are you in shape the moment you do your first push up from your toes? Like those are specific events. Or let's say your goal is like, um, I want to blow up my business. Well, what specifically do you mean by that? Are you talking about revenue? Are you talking about people helped? Are you talking about profit? Are you talking about followers on Instagram? Like what is blowing up your business actually look like? Okay. So once you've worded your goal in a way that is specific, we need to make it measurable, which is easy with the examples I've given. Size eight jeans from the gap, measurable. Getting to the top of the hill first, measurable. Revenue, profit, people, followers, all measurable. But what if your goal, the one that lights you up so much, is something like having killer energy or having a fairy tale romance? Like, how are you going to measure it? Okay, well, with the romance, I mean, I don't know, you could quantify loving moments or date nights or kisses or whatever. But what I suggest instead is that you make your outcome measurable with a subjective scale of one to 10. So let's say your goal is to have more energy. You might say on a scale of one to 10, where one is I feel like I'm in a freaking coma and 10, I feel like I'm on freaking cocaine. At the end of my day, I want to feel like I'm at a seven. Or let's say you want more confidence. You might say on a scale of one to 10, where one is I have the confidence of like, you know, Dobby from Harry Potter. <laughs> and 10 is I have the confidence of Kanye West when he decided to run for freaking president. I want to feel like a solid eight when I defend my thesis next summer. That is a specific and measurable goal. Okay, we have a big giveaway this month for the person who leaves the best review for this podcast. As you probably know, reviews are huge in order to help a new podcast like this one grow an audience. So if you're kind enough to leave a review, you'll be eligible to win a free spot in my upcoming 28-day transformation program. This is my signature fitness program that has 97% of past participants saying it changed their life. All you got to do is leave an awesome review right now and tune in next month for when I announce the winner. Back to the show. So next, my friend, you want your goal to be actionable. It has to be something that you can take action towards and achieve. So an example that I'll give about this often is sometimes people will have a goal like, um, I want to have no more sugar cravings. So that's not actionable. What is actionable is reducing your sugar intake to like once a week so that it's no longer a habit. And habit is the key word here because if a goal is actionable, it is something that you can accomplish with your daily habits. And if you have a big weight loss goal, it's going to be about habits that put you into a consistent caloric deficit. If your goal is to get promoted at work, it's going to be about consistently doing the habits that will have you exceeding the expectations of your superiors. If your goal is to improve your relationship with your children, for example, maybe it's about spending an extra 15 minutes a day together where you're 100% focused on your kid. I don't know. 
But you need to be able to easily identify the actions, the habits, that if you do them consistently, there is no way you won't achieve your goal. Okay? And then you should have a little moment of your butt clenching and fear because even though you know your specific goal and you know how you're going to measure it and you can describe what that moment will feel like and you know the actions that will get you there, you're not totally sure that you're going to be able to do those actions. (laughs) That, my friend, is how you know your goal is risky. That's what the R stands for in my version of SMART goals. In most goal-setting workshops, the R stands for realistic. But most people hear realistic and they shoot way too low. They shoot for something they know they can hit, which means that A, it doesn't excite them. It's just like status quo. And working towards it feels like checking the same old boxes. It's just more grind. Going for something realistic from where you're standing at right now It's not going to force you to grow. And the growth is what you're actually looking for. Listen to me really carefully. If you have a goal, if you have a goal that lights you up and makes you feel like, holy shit, oh my God, what if I did that? That would be so fucking crazy. I'd be so proud of myself. If you have a goal that makes you feel like that, it's because you recognize that you have the potential to achieve that goal. You're attracted to it because you know that accomplishing it would force you to be the best version of yourself. And that is what you were actually attracted to. That's what's lighting you up. That potential, the you that you will become when you do the work and execute the habits to achieve that goal. That's what makes you happy. It's not achieving the goal that makes you happy. So many people dismiss their goals because they think, oh, everybody wants that. I mean... Everybody wants to be filthy rich. Everybody wants to travel. You know what? Actually, they don't. People are drawn to the things that will make them grow. Like I remember I was doing goal setting in my 20s with my best friend. Hi, Meg. And um, she wanted to have her own. This is her goal. She was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have my own boutique clothing store. And I'll sell my own label of clothes. And everything's going to be painted white and folded perfectly and the hangers will be like kind of far apart and you know she'll have a workshop on the main floor where people can come and order bespoke pieces and she told me about this and her whole face is lighting up and then she sighed and she's like oh yeah but everybody wants that and I was like oh no everybody wants their own feminist theater company and to do like edgy theater that's going to change the world and she was like oh god no someone once told me that the word desire means of the father, meaning that like God gave you these desires, these wishes. And I don't know if that's helpful to you, but what's helpful to me is to think that each one of us has our individual desires and our dreams because we know that our best self would achieve those things. And we are longing to be our best self. So if your goal is something like, I want to make a million dollars this year, it's not actually about the million dollars. It's about becoming the version of you who can add that much value, who can help that many people, who can create that million dollar thing, whatever it is. It's when you think of your risky goal, you should be so lit up and it should make you feel a little nervous that you're not going to pull it off. Like the other day I was coaching a new client. By the way, 
we are currently testing a new VIP program with one-on-one coaching and personalized fitness plans. And oh my gosh, it's so great. I'll let you know when we actually launch it. We're just testing it right now with like a few select people. So I was doing the initial intake with my new client and we got so clear on exactly what she wants. She wants to lose 15 pounds over the next three months. And we did this deep dive into her lifestyle. We came up with this awesome plan to make it happen. And she was really pumped. And then I, I ended, this is how I end coaching sessions often. I said, okay, on a scale of one to 10, how confident are you that this plan will make your goals happen? And she was like, oh, 10. And I was like, great. Okay. On a scale of one to 10, how confident are you that you can execute this plan? And she was like, eight. (laughs) And then I asked her, well, why isn't it a 10? And she said, because I've never done it before. And that is perfect. Because if she said 10, I'd be like, oh shit, we made it too easy. She's not, this isn't going to change shit. Some of my goal setting research actually suggests that the most effective goals, the ones that really push you to be that better version of yourself are the ones that probably have like a 50% chance of achieving. But in this case, the fact that she had expert support, committed all time and money, she had a step-by-step plan, weekly accountability. Like once you've done all that, I think that if you're eight out of 10 confident that you'll execute the habits to achieve your goals, I think that is the perfect zone of growth and excitement. Okay, finally, the T in SMART goals stands for timed. You got to put a date by which you will have achieved this goal. Our brains respond to a deadline. And you know, you've probably heard of Parkinson's law. It's the idea that work will expand to fill the time that's designated for that completion. In other words, if you give yourself an infinite amount of time to get in shape, it will take an infinite amount of time. You'll never get there. But if you commit to a team race that's happening this summer, you are going to get the fuck up and get your workouts in. Which brings me to the power of group accountability and all these other things you can throw at your goals to make sure that you actually do your habits consistently and achieve all your wildest dreams. But unfortunately, I don't have infinite time to keep talking about goals today. So if you want more and you want me to walk you through a process that will help you so much, go to fitfeelsgood.com slash goals and let's get this done. Don't wait until January. Don't wait until Monday. Do it now. And then DM me on Instagram and say, Una, here's my goal. And let me know your specific, measurable, actionable, risky, and timed goal. The one that lights you up that you are so pumped about, but a little bit nervous. And then I'm going to DM you back. And I'm going to be like, oh my God, I can totally see you doing that. And then you'll have a little screenshot of someone reflecting back to you that they can also see that best version of yourself in the future. All right. Is it a deal? All right. Bye for now. Hey, dude, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure you're subscribed so you can get the next one. And by the way, if you rate and review this podcast, it really helps me get found by other people who need some goals, grit, and some woo-woo shit. And be sure to connect and DM me at Una Duncan on Instagram and let me know what you thought of the episode. Chat soon.